there's like this level of respect that I have and other people have for me when we did the same specific job, right? I used to do this super duper physically intensive, hard back hurting um, job at this warehouse and it's called selecting, right? So you have this, I think I probably spoke about this before. So you have like this Bluetooth headset essentially and you have like this uh, big beeper thing on your hip or on your pocket or whatever you decide to, uh, you know, put it away where it receives information to tell you where to go to pick up items for a specific order. Now, a store will probably order like maybe 1,100 items, 900 items, or like probably like less than that, maybe like 80, 60 items. And what you have to do is listen to the little Bluetooth headset and it'll tell you where to go to pick it up, how long you have to work, how long that, that job technically is supposed to take. And you're just driving in this massive warehouse, picking up things. And a lot of warehouses have that. And I remember my first couple of days doing it and with the initial thinking that, Hey, this isn't forever. It was super. So I want to say super, it was extremely intense mentally and physically, even sometimes spiritually where I would be working alongside people who've been doing this for years. Now they're moving extremely fast. They know what items to pick how to pick them up, how to put them on a pallet. Yeah, that's another thing I forgot to mention. So you have this little Bluetooth headset telling you to pick up these items in this warehouse and you're driving this machine and you're putting everything on this pallet and you're driving the machine at the same time. You're getting off, picking up the item, put it on the pallet, drive to the next spot, pick it up, get off the truck, not truck, well, get off the equipment, pick up the item, put the item on your pallet, drive to the next slot, drive to it. And it was the same thing over and over and over again for like 12 hours a day, sometimes 11 hours a day, eight hours a day on a good day. Oh my gosh, the eight hour days were perfect. But you always get like 11, 10 hours, 10 hour days. And I did that for a while, maybe for like a good three years. And what ended up happening was I would, I would even listen to music. I would be listening to, this is like 2000 and 10 2011 to like 2012 ish and what i will be listening to is like audiobooks one of the books that i would listen to over and over again would be james allen's as a man thinketh that's like a quick quick listen quick read and i would listen to that over and over again especially the portion where they talk about a gentleman who is working in a warehouse who sees himself more than this warehouse. So I would listen to the audiobook over and over again. And, you know, people would be um, playing their loud music and, you know, listen to their, you know, hip hop, rock, heavy metal, reggae, R&B. So I got me a Bluetooth speaker and I'm like 
playing <laughs> playing James Allen. Um, a man is the art- architect of his thought. He is the master weaver. His thought, <laughs> a man's thought is himself crystallized. And I'm just, everybody just looking at me like, what are you listening to? Bro, shut that thing off, bro. What you trying to do? That's why you moving so slow. And I'm like, no, you don't realize I'm moving because this thing is allowing me to realize this isn't my final destination. And it was so tough because I would be speaking so much like future prospects, like future endeavors that I want to do to to gentlemen that I was working with. And they'll look at me like, shut up. Tell you talk. Hey, bro, I ain't with all that. And I'm trying to get this check. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, they wouldn't say that directly, but they would just look at me like, y'all, bro, I got to stay away from you because you're going to mess up my mind. I got three kids at the house. I got I got this. I got that. I'm on child support. I need this check. And I never was talking about quitting. I just was talking about, you know, think, doing things outside of work. And it always kind of felt like, all right, I could do more outside of work. I could learn a new trade or I can, oh, they got different positions open right now. I wonder what this position entails and I'll ask questions and try to move up. And I just would ask questions and I'll see people do other jobs. I'm like, Hey, how, how hard is that? Like, what, what do you need to, to do, do, to do, what do you need to learn to do this specific job or just watch people work in different departments. Just go there and be like, hey, how's it going? You don't, you don't mind if I just stand and watch you, like, work? Of course, there were so many people that were so averse to that. Actually, maybe like 99.9% of the people at that place were just so like, get the hell out of my face. Or don't ask me any questions. Are you trying to take my job? Like, no, I just just want to just wanna learn, you know? I remember my first couple of days doing that selecting job where I'm picking things up. I wanted to quit. I really, really wanted to quit. And I'm going back to my initial statement of how people who did that job, when we talk to each other, like years later, like when I hear, when I, I could be having a regular conversation with somebody at a coffee shop or, you know, or at another job site. And I hear, yeah, I selected for like X amount of years for this company. Oh, Oh, you used, to, you used to pick up organic orders too. You used to pick up this specific order. And there's just like this rapport, like your back hurts too, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's just this understanding like, oh man, this guy, this guy gets me. This guy understands work ethic. This guy understands you got to get the job done. So and every time I go somewhere and there's somebody who is a veteran, it's just, it's like a re- mutual respect of oh, that guy knows work. That guy's worked. That guy's had bad days. That guy's had bad days. He understands what a real bad day is. And it's a real thing where I see a lot of young people who are starting in the work field and a lot of things are being catered to them. And they're complaining about X, Y, Z. Meanwhile, (laughs) oh my gosh, I can't believe we don't get weekends off. Why can't we get weekends off? That's crazy. Meanwhile, when I first started at these specific jobs or working with specific companies, 
when you first start, you don't get no weekends off, no vacation days, no sick hours. You have to work your way to earn those things. Now they're essentially given to new hires as they should. You know, it's something that I don't believe was a, an important thing. I feel like if you're working for a company, you should be able to, you know, call out sick or put a vacation days in. I mean, morally speaking, if I'm starting with a company, I kind of want to show good face. Like, hey, hey, man, I, I want to show you guys I want to work. I want to learn as much as possible. And those first couple of weeks where you're starting a new job or a new position, don't want to call out. You don't want to put on vacation days. But this generation or a lot of people think differently where it's my job. I'm the one that's going to be doing it. It's my life to live. I don't care what the company thinks, which is true. But there's this mutual respect for people who did this job that I did for so so many years where it's like, all right, we understand the company is an entity and I am an entity. I'm an identity. I'm a person. But this company is something that I'm using to uh, fund my livelihood and my children's livelihood or my family's livelihood. So there has to be some mutual respect where I'm going to respect the big dog. Hey, big dog, I see you. I see what you're doing for me right now. I appreciate you. So I'm just starting out. I'm going to take it easy with you. Maybe in a month or two, I'm going to call out, know what I mean? But for right now, I'm new. Let me just chill. And I'm not old or anything. I'm only 32 years old, but I've worked a lot. I remember being underage, being like 16, 17 years old, unloading trailers and trucks for Sears, Kmart. And I wasn't, I was like, a, I wasn't a big dude, but I was on a wrestling team. So I had some like weight on me, muscle mass. Probably when I was in high school, I would say that I was at my, <laughs> I was in really good shape, essentially. Like I was, I was pretty, I looked pretty strong. <laughs> I looked pretty scary. And I still look pretty scary. I'm still scary. But in high school, I worked through, um, I went to high school and I went to, um, obviously I went to high school. While I was in high school, I worked at Kmart and I was the electronics. I mean, I was unloading trailers first. Then I was like telling people, hey, man, I'm tired of lifting all these trucks and lift, unloading all these trucks and taking all these TVs and 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 uh, and heavy uh heavy washing materials and heavy appliances. I want to, I want to be in electronics. And they're like, are you going to be in electronics? Man, get your big ass inside that trailer boy and unload his truck, please. And it was hot. It was hot. It was, it was really hot. But that taught me perseverance. That taught me to just work through it. And sometimes you just got to work. And I didn't quit. I just did what I had to do. Then they made me an, ele an electronics lead at like 17 years old. Um, but I still was unloading trailers at the same time, which I found out they weren't supposed to do that. But because I was a big dude, they just kind of took advantage. And also I was nice and naive. So, and they knew that my, my mentality was like, I'm an immigrant. I'm just trying to work my way up to the, around this system, you know, hopefully become a citizen at that time and show good face. So maybe I can probably get a, a, a decent job. And that's what I was trying to do. So when I hear people complaining and saying that their job is unfair, 
oh, this, 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 and that. And I'm like, man, at least you have a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least you have something. A lot of people don't. And I don't want to sound like too like, back in my day. I'm like, nah. I'm only 32, but I've done a lot. And I see the workforce now, like people who are coming into the workforce, they don't want to work. And I see that a lot in a lot of the freelance content creator space as well. A lot of people, they don't want to put in the work. A lot of people just kind of want to have fun and chill (laughs) and ride one wheels, which is totally fine. You can ride one wheels, but you got to work. And this content creating thing is hard work. I had an invoice that I sent to a client a while ago and I put in breakdown and setting up into the invoice, right? And it was, I think it was like, just to be transparent, I think it was just like 25 bucks because I kind of felt like, you know what? This person wants a specific type of setup. I got to come in early. So I put 25 bucks to set up and 25 bucks to break down. So 50 bucks. And I charged him whatever rate. What's this? There you go. What's this uh, $25 setup fee and fifth and $25 breakdown? What is that? And what's this audio video prep? What's what's that? And I'm like, well, that's, uh, well, how's it going, Frank? Uh, first of all, this isn't my traditional setup for my studio. We're going to have to makeshift it for you just for your particular shoe that's going to last us two and a half hours. Now, within that two and a half hours, it's actually going to be maybe three and a half because we're going to have to come in a little bit early and set up for you and make sure that the production, you know, runs smoothly for you, just for you. <laughs> Even though you're renting in my studio space, I still have to make shift it for your particular needs for the two hours that you're renting it for your shoot. Oh, can we just, you know, take that off 50 bucks? No. And that's like on the low end too. So, it's tough, man. So, <laughs> oh man, it, it's it's hard work, especially having this studio space now. So I have to like, not like pinch pennies, but I have to like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing uh, uh, free, not free consultation. I'm still doing some free consultations. What I've been doing recently now was as um, soon as I get out of work, I will call clients like a th- a th- 30 minute free phone conversation. So it takes me about seven to eight minutes to get home. So as soon as I get to the parking lot of my job, I'm calling the client we're talking on the phone. I get home. I'm still, I still got my Bluetooth headset on. We're chat chatting and it's about 30 minutes. All right. I got what they needed to know. I got what I needed to know to see if we can go further. And if they want to book an actual shoot or an actual like podcast, we're good to go. And within those 30 minutes, I can tell, are they serious or not, or they're wasting my time. And it just helps me like, know, like if they're serious or not or wasting my time, that way I can be like, all right, you want to book the shoot? I can go to the studio now and make sure everything is, you know, ready for you. Or actually the studio is ready for this particular shoot that you're inquiring. Um, 
minus XYZ and we're going to add that, which is which will be no problem depending on what the client wants. <laughs> and then backtracking about um, people not wanting to work. Doing consultations, it's so easy and fun, but it is work because especially doing like a free consultation, it's like now I'm trying to sell and I love selling, but now I have to like, work essentially to figure out what they want and I really wish I can have uh, an assistant to do that for me that which would be great like if I can get an assistant to where all right hey Sarah hey girl so um Jaleesa said that she want to do a hair shot but she ain't got no head I'm like yo that's crazy tell Jaleesa um to come on through and I just take pictures of her feet. That's cool. It'll be a foot shot. <laughs> um, th- yeah, that would be great to have an assistant to where I'll be like, yo, I want you to call these numbers or text these numbers and see if they're interested. Cause cold calls still kind of work sometimes. Other times people be like, why are you calling me? <laughs> What's wrong? Yeah. All right. I think um I think I'm done here. Um just kinda wanted to blab about I didn't even do an intro. I wonder how that turned out. All right, y'all. Thanks for uh listening and uh stay tuned for the next episode. If you guys enjoy this podcast, please share it with someone. If you enjoyed this conversation, feel like we're having a conversation, very candid, um, let me know probably do more conversation style podcasts i should probably do a q a one no actually i do have a q a podcast i just have to record i probably record it right after this one all right y'all thanks for listening bye oh one more thing if you want to support the show there are there's a link in the description where you can donate to the show it means a lot. I already have a few people that already did, and that's so dope. And yeah, just share the podcast, donate if you can. And thank you so much. Love you guys. Peace. Peace for real this time. Bye.